Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Talking Chop Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you're listening, you're having a wonderful start to your Wednesday. And thanks again so much for joining us. Obviously, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Talking Chop Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast at talking chop at talkingchop.com and at talking chop across all forms of social media as part of the talking chop podcast network make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you enjoy listening to your podcast to get the latest from the talking chop podcast network my name's Sean Coleman you can find me at statssac on twitter when it comes to the Braves Here's the latest from Atlanta. So obviously over the past few weeks, I've started off these daily hammers with the latest news when it comes to the collective bargaining negotiations, ending the lockout, coming to a deal between Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association. The thing is, though, is that we haven't talked much about the Braves in general because there's not been much to talk about. And I know that there has been plenty of news nuggets out there when it comes to Freddie Freeman. A lot of those news nuggets, though, have just been basically a repackaging of the same information that we had from November before the lockout. And the reason why is because there's literally not the opportunity for news to occur during the lockout because teams can't talk with players. There's just not that possibility with the fact that the lockout is going on. But Tuesday brought with it a news nugget that, yes, in my opinion, was once again a repackaging of information that was already known, but it was with a bit more advanced feel, a bit deeper dive into what exactly the news that is out there means when it comes to the Braves and Freddie Freeman. What I'm referencing is a piece from Buster Olney in which he talks about Freeman and the Braves. From Olney, directly from him, it states, there is a growing belief that Freddie Freeman could land somewhere outside of Atlanta. That is something that we, you know, understood has been a talking point since the Braves did not get a deal done with Freddie Freeman before the lockout. It also states in there in the piece from Olney that the Braves at one point offered five years, $135 million, but Freddie was looking for a six-year deal. And to whatever extent you want to call it, the Braves were resistant, hesitant, what have you, to go six years on a deal. That is information that we have known. We knew that one reason why a deal was not done early this offseason was because the Braves offered five years, $135 million. Freddie Freeman wanted six years. When those conversations occurred, basically a standoff, for whatever lack of a better word there is, a standoff existed between what Freddie was looking for and what the Braves were willing to offer. Now, the thing that I'll say is this. 
is that without a shadow of a doubt, there certainly is truth to the idea, in my opinion, the Braves should have got something done a year ago in spring training. There should have been a understanding, a compromise with how much we know Freddie wants to be in Atlanta, with how much we know the Braves want Freddie in Atlanta. There certainly should have been a compromise last offseason, last spring training, to get an extension done. And Freddie obviously added to the value that he's worth moving forward with how big of a role he played in the 2021 World Series run by the Braves. But regardless of what has occurred in the past, the Braves and Freddie Freeman are now in the position that they're in right now and moving forward. So we've seen this information that Olney is presenting. We've known for a while the Braves offered five years, $135 million. Freddie Freeman wanted six years, and that we've known that in, if the Braves were going to remain hesitant to give that sixth year, that was the crack in the door that other teams needed to be able to come and make an offer that would bust that door wide open and have a legitimate shot at signing Freddie Freeman. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G Podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. But in my opinion, the second part of this news nugget that only throughout there. This is the most relevant part. One official said, I think the Braves will move quickly to settle on an alternative and move on to get past the conversation. That, to me, is the most relevant part of this news nugget. And what I mean by that is this. We've known, it's been known for months now, since before the lockout occurred, that the, the quote-unquote standoff that's between the Braves not wanting to give a sixth year or beyond in the contract if a team outside of Atlanta was willing to come in and offer a big deal that was for six years or longer, that was going to be their opportunity to sign Freddie away from Atlanta. That is something that we've known for quite a while. So to me, that's not the driving force behind this growing belief that Freddie could sign elsewhere because that's been known for a while as the way for a team to come in and sign Freeman away from the Braves. What's adding to that growing belief, and in my opinion, the driving force behind this news nugget is the fact that the Braves are going to look to get a quick resolution done. That doesn't mean to me that they're not going to make another offer. That doesn't mean that they're not going to meet that sixth year um, opportunity that Freddie is looking for. What it means to me is that I feel the Braves are in a position, and this seems to be something that would certainly follow with how Alex Antopoulos do, does business. I feel the Braves are certainly going to make a very competitive offer to Freddie Freeman. They're going to meet his demands. They're going to make what they feel is a competitive offer, an offer that would be close enough to offers from other teams that Freddie, even though it may not be the highest dollar offer out there, it would be close enough to where Freddie would certainly seem satisfied that he's getting his worth, and he would get, obviously, his desire to stay in Atlanta met. That's what we all want. So I certainly feel 
that this standoff that agrees between that that you know seems to be present between the Braves and Freeman that's going to be overcome. The Braves are going to make a very competitive offer that is going to meet what Freddie's looking for as far as term and years and, and per year salary. I think that certainly is true. But what I also think is true, and this is the driving force behind this quote from Buster Olney, what I also think is true is that if the Braves make that offer, and for whatever reason, Freddie Freeman is resistant or, or wants to take a bit before he signs, I think the Braves truly are in place to where if they make that offer and they see that Freddie wants to play a waiting game, the Braves are kind of in a position to where they can't wait that long. They're going to have to move on to alternatives quickly because with how quickly it's going to be from when the lockout ends to when the offseason starts to when spring training gets going, if teams are, are, are going to play the waiting game, if teams wait too long and they don't feel needs on, a, on an almost immediate basis, they could be put behind the eight ball for years to come. Because if the Braves were to make an offer to Freddie Freeman, he were to wait and then eventually, you know, for an extended period of time, not sign and eventually sign elsewhere. Well, if the Braves have waited that long for him to sign with them, he doesn't. And then all the other alternatives are off the table. Well, now the Braves are left scrambling just for this year to find an alternative. And then next year, they'll be in the same position. So that's what I think is the biggest takeaway from this news nugget from Buster Olney. We know that there's been a quote-unquote standoff on that sixth year between Atlanta and Freddie Freeman. We've known that that was what left the door open for another team to be able to come in with an offer that was beyond six years that blew the Braves' offer away that could be worth Freddie looking at and signing. We've known that information. I feel that nothing has really changed in terms of the potential of the Braves re-signing Freddie Freeman. I just think that the thing that has become more clear is that, the, that I do feel the Braves are going to make a competitive offer. I feel that it certainly is going to be something that's going to be worth Freddie's time and I think eventually worth Freddie re-signing. But if he doesn't, the thing that's changed in this equation is that the Braves, and, and rightfully so, they're going to move on to another alternative to feel the needs that they need to feel if, for whatever reason, Freddie does not immediately want to accept the offer that they make. The Braves have no choice. They've got to be able to move quickly in this offseason to get their preferred alternatives if Freddie Freeman is not going to be in the equation. I've said all lockout. I've said all offseason myself. I felt that Freddie Freeman had a 75% or better chance of re-signing with the Braves. I still certainly think that's true, but I also think it makes a lot of sense for if the Braves feel they make a competitive offer, if Freddie were to not want to sign it immediately, it makes sense for the Braves to look for alternatives quickly so that they can get their needs met for 2022 and beyond. <laughs> Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G Podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. 
questions including what are we missing when we work remotely or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking. From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the future of work, a PropG Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropG Pod wherever you get your podcasts. 